Monday. It's Allison Kaskowski. Welcome to this edition of the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. I'm so glad that you have tuned in to join me on this Tuesday morning. And so today, being that it's the last Tuesday of January, I sort of want to wrap up our focus this month on the concept of reset. And if you're anything like most of the rest of us, really not just in the U.S., but in the world, who have really been thinking about the terrible tragedy that happened on Sunday, the helicopter crash that killed the basketball legend Kobe Bryant and his daughter and the other seven souls on board, I thought it would be appropriate today to just visit this, not just visit the concept of reset again, but in a way that hopefully helps you frame the context of how to live your life. Um, You've heard me talk on this show a lot about um, how important it is to be intentional with your actions and to make decisions that serve you and that help move you in a forward direction. But I think a lot of that is really put in a completely different light today, given what's happened. And I think it's on one hand, it's really hard for all of us to comprehend, too, that just in an instant life can be gone. But on the other hand, we think we frequently have these thoughts about how it's important not to wait, not to put things off. And then when a tragedy happens, it really forces us to refocus our priorities and start thinking about how would we do things different. Um, Because I've always told y'all before, we never know when our last time on this planet is going to be and when our last time around the sun comes. And I think it's just extra important now, being that it's the beginning of the year and it's still January. And I just think that it's important that we all take note and try to look at it in a way that really applies to us. And so what I want to do today is is just take you down a little journey, um, kind of tell you how I got my start, and really that it was a complete leap of faith for me, and leave you with three tips, really three ideas on just how to frame living your life intentionally. Because, um, you know, I can't remember as a fitness professional thinking when I look around how much the word self-care is used now. Um, I think it's always been out there as a concept. It's always been out there as something that people talk about doing for themselves. But I think it's really taking on a completely different meaning now. And in the same regard, it's used in context, often simultaneously with the concept of self-love. And the two are interconnected, but they're not the same. So what I would like to do is just kind of differentiate the two and then share a little bit about my story and how I got started in this industry and then leave you with three tips on how to frame your life in a more intentional way so that you go going go forward you can make decisions for yourself without waiting because as we all know life can be gone in an instant so the concept of self-care these are the behaviors these are the behaviors and the actions that we take to look after ourselves and i was having a conversation with somebody a little over a week ago and it kept coming up in the conversation that how self-care just wasn't possible for this person And I think she was referring to taking a trip, you know, sitting on a beach with perhaps with an umbrella drink in one hand, uh, having a day at a luxury spa. Um, And these are the the things that we tend to think about when it comes to self-care. These are the the big ideas, the things that we dream about, the things that we want to work for. And so often when we do that, we catch ourselves and we say, well, that's not possible. And then we immediately start thinking of all the reasons why we can't, whether it's family responsibilities, Uh, work responsibilities, obligations in the community, obligations at home, 
promises that you've made to other people, financial obligations or whatever it is. And we immediately start saying, well, I don't deserve that because of this. Well, that's a luxury that I can't do because of this. And I don't want to be judged because of this. And ultimately what that means is, is that it's bringing up something from our past or it's bringing up something that's still very front and center for us. And this just goes to my point of why we shouldn't wait to do things that are important to us because we spend so much time focused on what we're actually doing and living our lives that we really forget who we are and we forget what our dreams are and we forget what's important to us. And so I really want to encourage all of you being that we're about to wrap up the first month of the year is to really think long and hard about what your goals for yourself are this year, for your health, for your fitness, for your self-care, for all of it, and really get intentional on what are going to be the next steps for you to get there. So self-care are the actions and the behaviors that we do. And self-love, on the other hand, is that deep connection that we have with ourselves. It's almost like the relationship that we have with ourselves. It connects our mind, our body, our soul, our spirit. It connects all of it. And I'll stop short of saying that it's a way that we feel about ourselves It's really more of a relationship that you have with yourself and how you prioritize, not just the things that you do for you, but ultimately the belief that you have about yourself. Um, And this is super important because in order to have a healthy self-love for yourself, you must participate in self-care for yourself. The two are interconnected. And a lot of what we teach, a lot of what I teach on my retreats uh, with my clients and in my online programs and classes is is all about that subject. It's about the relationship that you have with yourself because ultimately the things that you do, the actions that you take, the behaviors that you do, the things that you do every day are a direct reflection of that relationship with yourself and where you prioritize yourself. And if you're someone that you know, is a complete workaholic or somebody that wants to take care of everyone else before you take care of yourself, I think what you need to do is take a long, hard look in the mirror and ask yourself, where do you stand in the relationship with yourself? And where is that priority? Because what you're saying really to yourself on a daily basis is, is that all these other things are more important. And that's where my personal story comes in a little bit, because that was me for a long time. You know, I was an athlete growing up. I always loved participating in sports because I loved, there was always a competitive piece of me that always wanted to go out and be the absolute best that I could. And I loved the sport that I played and that was swimming because I felt like it was just me in the pool. I didn't, I knew that I had a a set of teammates that had my back, but I also felt like it really allowed me to work on the relationship with myself and as I went through school and I had ideas on what I wanted to do for my career, um, and it, when it became apparent to me that that wasn't going to work, I consistently stopped and questioned that relationship with myself, meaning that I asked myself what was wrong with me and what was I doing wrong and what was I not doing that I needed to do. And it launched me into my fitness career, which in hindsight, as I look back, was probably the absolute best decision that I've ever made. Once I made the decision to go on in a different direction, I've really never looked back. But on the flip side, we can love something so much that we allow it to take over our lives too. And for years, my work was always my top priority. And it showed because I worked long days and long hours and weekends, and my mind was constantly going. And, you know, in hindsight, when I look back to what the way I was 10, 15 years ago, And really, I have to catch myself still to this day because that tendency in me is there. 
Um, and a lot of it is because I'm just so passionate about what I do. I'm always waking up every day and wondering what is the next way that I can serve at a much higher level. And I'm grateful that I have that I have such a passion for what I do. But what I have to realize and what I have realized really probably in a bigger way over the last probably three or four years is that what we do is really only part of us, that there's so much more to us. And this is why I'm so passionate about self-care and why I, I talk to you guys on a weekly basis about how we can view self-care and what are the different ways that we can show ourselves self-care. And in light of this horrible tragedy that's happened um, and these nine precious souls that are no longer with us, I think it really has to make us stop and pause about not just about what's important, but to really remind us how important it is to evaluate where we are and how we make our choices. And that if we're hesitant on doing anything to move forward, you know, if we're thinking about something, well, I'm going to sleep on it, I'm going to think about it, I'm not sure, whatever, whatever, really what we're telling ourselves is that we're either not sure that we can do it or it's just not that important to us. And then there's going to be a day that's going to come when we're not either not going to have time or something's going to happen and we won't be able to do it. And I think then we're going to have to ask ourselves, why did we wait? I think I see it. I see evidence of this just about every day in conversations with people and from what happens in the world around us that we never know what is around the corner. We never know what is going to happen tomorrow. We never know what is up ahead. And it's all the more reason why we have to make the absolute best use of every minute of our day and to be as intentional as we absolutely can. And so if you're thinking about something that's important to you or you're thinking about something that's ahead or something that's on your bucket list or some trip you want to take or something that you really want to do, I want to encourage you to ask yourself, why are you waiting? And what is your plan for ensuring that if this is important to you, that it happens? Because we just, we never know what's around the corner. And I think we have to always be reminded of that. You know, it's unfortunate that when things happen, life really makes us question. You know, it makes us question why something has to happen. And I think that's a reasonable argument to make. Um, I think as human beings, it's natural for us to ask questions. It's natural for us to want to research and analyze and wonder why things are the way they are. But I also think that we can get lost in what I like to call analysis paralysis, meaning that we can get lost in the, we can't see the forest for the trees. And um, I think in light of what's happened, I think the big message for all of us in this is not to wait. Don't put off something today that you don't put off something to tomorrow that you can make happen today, even if it means you're just taking a small step closer to ensuring that you're getting it done. So I want to leave you today with my three, I like to call them, I don't want to know, know that they're necessarily tips. I like to think of them as concepts on really ways that I'm trying very hard to live my life and ways that I show in my work with my clients and my programs and classes and on my retreats and the ways that I want to share with you almost every week on how to frame living your life. And the first one is, is this concept of separating what we do from who we are. Um, I think when we're really passionate about what we do and we're real and we love what we do, we tend to want to do that more. And for a long time, I did that. And it's like I tell you a lot in full transparency, I still find myself on weekends having a little time to myself where I'm thinking about what my next mountain's going to be to climb and what my next fitness project is going to be because I am super passionate about what I do. Um, and as a general rule, 
when I think about myself 10, 20 years from now, I still must see myself playing a very important role in my industry. Um, really a very important role for me and that I think this is my calling. This is what I've been put on this planet to do um, is to play an important role in the health and fitness and self-care industry. But I think we get lost in what we do every day. We get lost in the minutia of the little things on the tasks that are on the list and ensuring that we check this off and check that off and make this appointment and make that appointment and buy this and buy that and keep up with the neighbors and the Joneses and whatever else. And if when we do that, we get so caught up in that that we forget who we are, that we forget what do we want to be remembered for? Do we want to simply be remembered for the person that worked and stressed out and was anxious all the time? Or do we want to be remembered as somebody who really had a passion for what they do and for living the life that they want and spending the time with the people that mean the most to them? You know, I want to challenge you today to really think about that with respect to your life is, you know, what would people say about you? What would people say about you as to what you brought them? And what would people say was your contribution uh, to this world that we leave this world in a better place? And the second thing I want to leave, have you think about is, is thinking about this whole concept of thinking about what's ahead. And this is where I think it's really important that we think about what true self-care really means to us in terms of what our reset actually is. What do you do to actually help you reset your plan? And this could be when it's not working for you. This could be when you're, you feel like you're moving on a continuum and you're ready to take it up a notch. It could mean any number of things. And I want to remind you, reiterate really the concept here of goals and intentions. And if you've listened to me regularly, you know, I talk about uh, this a lot. So I want to mention it one more time and that there is a difference between the two. And for a long time, I thought, I, well, I didn't think I sort of treated them as one in the same. I would put them both in the same bucket, so to speak, because my thought process was, is if you were being intentional, if you were moving forward toward what you wanted, then you were being goal oriented. And the prop, that's a good thing. Don't get me wrong. That's a good thing. But the bad side of that is, is that if you're always looking at what's ahead, you forget about what's in front of you. And this is where your intentions are so important because your intentions are what's in front of you on a daily basis. It's what you think I will drink more water today. I will make an effort to get up from my desk once an hour today. I will make an effort to walk 15 minutes today. These are the small things that you do in the grand scheme of what your bigger goal is. And when we're always thinking about what's ahead, then we miss out on what's in front of us. So I want to caution you on planning for that item that you really want or for that bucket list item that's really important to you, that you don't get so focused on that, that you lose sight of what's in front of you, because we never know when the days in front of us are not going to be existent anymore. So we need to just keep a healthy perspective as far as that goes. And then finally, my last tip for you is to take a long, hard look at who's around you on a daily basis. I talk to people all the time about making lifestyle changes. And one of the main objections they have and one of the main hesitations really they have is their support system. They feel like they, you know, it's hard for them to get support at home. It's hard for them uh, to branch out of the circle of friends or the circle of colleagues that they're in because nobody's on the same page with them. And this can be a really tough road to navigate, especially if you feel like you're all alone. It's awfully hard to make significant changes in your life when you feel like you're being questioned by those around you. So I want to 
to encourage you to make a point to always keep people in your circle that encourage you, that challenge you, that perhaps scare you just a little bit because it takes you out of your comfort zone. People who have your back, people who say, I've got your back and we can do this. And you also, you need a cheering section too. And if you don't have that in anybody that's around you, then I want to encourage you to go find it. Because if you think it's out there, then it's out there. If you think those people are out there, then they're out there. And on one hand, we can't expect people to change. In fact, people don't really change. They might change some of the ways that they do things, but they're still the same people. But on the other hand, I think we have to have, this is where self-care plays a huge role because when we work on the relationship that we have with ourselves, we learn to believe that we're worth more. We learn to believe that we're worth the extra trouble. We learn to believe and accept really more as a norm rather than the exception that there are people out there that we do have that circle of support around us, you know, whatever that looks like for you. And if people, sometimes what I find is, is when people stop and question what we're doing and people wonder why we're doing things the way they are, or why are you doing that? Well, that doesn't make any sense. What I want you to understand is, is they're voicing concern from where they are, from their world, from their thought system, not from where you are. And nine times out of 10, it's an insecurity on their part, not on your part. People often make decisions and react based on who they are, not on who you are. And I think it took me a long time to figure that out because being in a profession where I want, I'm a, I'm, I help people on almost a daily basis, it's hard not to take comments and feedback like that personally because we want to stop and think, what did I do wrong? Because immediately, that's where we want to go. That Immediately, that's where our mind wants to take us. But I want to stop and remind you that in an instance like that, when you're super excited about something and you're really working on doing something that's positive for you and somebody tries to bring you down or somebody tries to question that, I want you to stop and ask yourself where that's coming from. Because for so many people, they operate from this, from this limited area to where they think that's the normal. And often when people are questioning what we're doing, it's often a reflection on where they are and where they've been. It's not where you are and where you're going. And sometimes people too make those comments either out of insecurity and fear because you know they know that maybe the situation with you is gonna change and that means the relationship they have with you is gonna change. And this is where it's really important for you to understand and to really form that healthy bond with yourself on what's important to you, what you will not negotiate on, and what you will not take a step back on. Because in this finite life that we live, this limited number of days that we all have on this planet, I think it's just super important that we be really mindful of that and that we really, you know, stop and take take on the part of what a colleague calls a colleague of mine calls the curious observer and be really curious about our thoughts and you know the words that we choose to use because you know our thoughts are not are not us our thoughts are only part of us and thoughts a colleague of mine says thoughts are sentences in our head and that's really all they are and when we start thinking about things that really don't make a lot of sense to us or you know, something that might frighten us or scare us a little bit, we need to always stop and remember to check ourselves and be curious and ask ourselves, where's this coming from? 
because we can avoid a lot of heartache. We can avoid a lot of wasted time if we make a concerted effort every day to do that. And this really goes along the lines of being intentional. And it's one of the best things that you can do for yourself and for your self-care. So, you know, I hope that wherever you are today, if you're, if you're hurting, if you're in a spot where, you know, you're questioning everything, if you're in a spot where you're just not really sure if what you're doing is really working, then be curious about that. Ask yourself where that's coming from and ask yourself, what is it what is it that I can learn from this? Because with every, with every moment that comes along like this, it's a learning opportunity for all of us. It's a learning opportunity for the good and for the bad. And we have to be open to that in order to make the most of it. So I hope that wherever you are today, that this has been helpful for you. Um, I want to encourage you to come over and join us on Facebook in my exclusive private community, Living Your Ultimate Life Through Fitness and Self-Care. We talk about all things self-care, all things fitness, health, self-care, travel, all of it. Uh, we do have a couple of retreats coming up that we have some spots open for where we have a Hawaii retreat coming up and we have a Key West retreat coming up in May that we are actually running a special on for the rest of this week. Um, up through February 1st, we have just a few spots left and I would like to invite you to reach out um, if you're curious, if you want some information on how we can make that happen for you. If you're th- you have been thinking for a long time that this might be something that can work for you. Or maybe you find yourself thinking that's just not realistic, it's not possible. Then in light of what we've talked about today and in light of just how short life really is, I want to encourage you to think about it some more. Because, you know, self-care is not selfish. It's not a luxury that you can't afford. It's how we can be of highest service to ourselves and to other people. It's how we can serve at a higher level so we can fulfill what our purpose is on this planet. That's how we should look at it. Rather than justifying all the reasons why we shouldn't, I want you to really think about all the reasons why it is important and all the reasons why it should be something you should be doing every day because it's a game changer. This is Allison Katzkowski. Thank you so much for listening to The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. You are one step closer to living your ultimate life. Make it a good one.